This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Daria. Talking to me. Welcome to Arya Talking to Me, a Game of Thrones podcast with a little bit of a comedic slant. My name's Ben Vanell. I'm uh, obviously not the comedic part. Um, he's uh, his name is Adam Knox. Hey, Noxie, how are you? What's up? I'm the comedic part, which may, by your own admission, makes you the slant part. That's what you just said. I guess so. <laughs> no, I'm the I'm the uh, Game of Thrones podcast part. Ah, yeah. Well, I'm the ah uh, uh, the beefcake. <laughs> I'm the hunk. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, and and demolitions. Yeah, yeah. I do <laughs> machines. Yeah. Um. But what we what we actually do here is we talk about the show Game of Thrones. It's uh, everyone who's listening to this knows what it is. I was about to explain what the TV show is, but hey. If you're listening to this, you probably know. Um, if you haven't been living under a bloody rock, you probably know, because it's a really popular show. Um, hey, where have you been? The Isle of Tarth? Was that an isle? The Wherever Miss Sandy comes from. <laughs> no, wait, I'm thinking of the different... I'm thinking of... Um, the city of Carth? No, where does Miss Sandy come from? Because Grey Worm says it at some point. He says a whole name like Miss Sandy from the Isle of Perth. N- Narth? <laughs> Narth. Narth sounds right. Yeah. In Australia, they call it Yeah Narth. <laughs> Very good. I'm just going to look her up and see where she's from. Um, oh, it just says she's from the slave city of Astapor. Oh, yeah, no, she is real. from Narth. She actually she is yeah. from Narth. Yeah, well, I don't... Okay, cool. Um, anyway, should, let's get into these two episodes because we're talking about Kill the Boy and unbowed, unbent, unbroken. Five oh five and five oh six. We're getting close to the end here. We're oh, getting brother, there. We're ramping up. Shit is we taking off. Are. And uh, oh boy, if these aren't two episodes of just real launch time, um, yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> you told me before we started recording. You may have nodded off during the first one, and I definitely stopped paying attention to parts of the second one. Um, which hopefully our listeners can forgive us for. We've been doing this for ages now, um, but I think it speaks more to where we are at in the show and in the overall plot. The stuff that it is setting up, as someone who's seen the show uh, before without spoiling it, is worth the setup time, for sure. Yes, yes, we do know that uh, with hindsight, yeah. But yeah, this is... It really, you gotta, you gotta have the veggies to be able to eat that sweet, sweet third vegetable that is the best vegetable. You gotta which, eat two and, vegetables before it. <laughs> which one's that? The, the 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 potatoes that's shaped like a big dick. Honestly, sweet potato is what I was gonna say. <laughs> All right. I reckon um, sweet potato might be my favorite vegetable. I think it's one of my least favorite. I don't like. I don't like it. I don't have any okay. time for it. 
It takes all kinds. Um, my favourite vegetable probably is uh, onions because they're so useful in cooking. One of my bottom three. Wow. One of my what bottom you, three what vegetables. Do you, what do you cook? Well, they're fine when they're cooked, but I just hate the idea of an onion because multiple times I've eaten them raw <laughs> and it's really put me off them <laughs> because um, I was doing it for like a joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, thanks for being on the show, former Prime Minister. Um, oh, no! That is oh, one, no. of the, one of the greatest jokes you will ever hear. <laughs> I can't believe you called me Malcolm Turnbull. <laughs> yeah, and it's fun to impersonate him. Um, and funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, we're, we're, we're eating vegetables right now, aren't we? Um, uh, and let's get stuck right into today's meal. Uh, starting with the episode Kill the Boy. Um, this was an episode that I watched a week ago, so right. <laughs> I've had to refresh the memory, but I think I'm, I think I'm okay, and we are staring uh, straight directly at a recap of it, so hey, there's no excuses. Miss Sandy. <laughs> she's in it. That's all she, I remember. Yep. She, yep, she's from Narth. She's in the show. Um, Her and no, the... the- her and Grey Worm are, well, she's waiting for Grey Worm to wake up, right? She's, uh, there's a couple yep. of other people around. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point, uh, yeah, this is, this is all kind of written out of order from where it happens in the show. This is more location based, I guess. Oh, Jesus. Because um, it definitely starts with uh, Grey Worm being asleep and Miss Andy being like, oh, no, what's going to happen? And then later in the show, he wakes up. Mm-hmm. But he does mm-hmm. eventually wake up. Uh, he sees her and he's like, Sebastian, what happened to him? As she just shakes her head, saying mm. to him, like, what a dumbass question, fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I read into the shake. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. If you've only just woken up now, what do you think has happened? Come on. Uh, yeah, dude, he he tricked them all. <laughs> he rode he a them magical all. unicorn. He's fine. They, they ran off a pier because he looked like he... They ran into a big tunnel... That he had painted onto a wall and they all got hurt. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's dead and um, Grey Worm feels a, a, a bunch of shame. She's mm. like, no, don't worry. You're a good warrior. You you fought well. You'll fight again one day. You don't have anything to be ashamed of. And he's like, I don't feel ashamed about that. I feel ashamed because when I was there, man, I thought I'm going to miss Miss Sandy from Narth. <laughs> yeah, she I'm going to miss like, you. I'm th- I was thinking about a babe. It's probably why you got stabbed, mate. Keep your eye on the game. <laughs> um, but she finds that actually quite romantic. I think it is quite romantic. And they've had a little yeah. bit of they've had some sparks flying back and forth. Totally. Over the, you've over been, the time you've been, each other. You've been very against that um romance, but uh, are you coming around to it? No. It's pointless. <laughs> but <laughs> But objectively it is romantic. It's still nice, you know. It's, it's nice sure. to watch this other show about these two people <laughs> who aren't yeah. involved with the goings on of the actual show. Yeah, but, you know, good for them. They they have a little kiss in his hospital <laughs> bed, which is gross. Yep. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, it's nice to make them to watch them make eyes at each other. But you know, this is filler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, should we just keep barreling through this particular recap and go? I guess. Location by location. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. This is the official HBO recap, too. So. It is, too. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. If anyone is actually wondering what we are using and wants to even reference the, the specifics, 
Um, or like the HBO website actually has a bunch of great resources in terms of behind the scenes mm. stuff. And, um, but yeah, we're using the official recaps, which appear to be non chronological. But, um, uh, yeah, staying in that location, Barristan's dead. He's dead there. And Daenerys is like, oh shit, what are we going to do? Got to do something. Some, mm. Someone's got to pay for this. They're all real sad about him. Like, he, he, he they're right. Like, he, he was a loyal guy. He came all the way across the world to meet up with them. I mm. mean, because he didn't get what he wanted back in the other place, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, she has a chat with... Uh, is this where she has a chat with Thingo? No, that's in the next episode. She says, uh, hey, bring all the leaders of the, of the great families here, the old slaver families before me. And the guy she's telling it to is like, but Daenerys, that are me. <laughs> and guards immediately grab him. Yes. So I don't know who got the word out to grab the other people. <laughs> <laughs> this was this du- was all after the fact, yeah. She'd carefully planned this and he was the last one and she was like, I'm going to do a funny little trick on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, come into my office. Just uh, don't look up when you walk over the slightly ajar <laughs> door that does not have a bucket of water above it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, uh, she basically they- she she has a big old re- retribution scene where she gathers them all up, takes them down to the dragon cage, and uh, chucks chucks one to them to be eaten and ripped apart and burnt. Yeah, and I think two of them up. and I think two of them end up getting fucked up because both the both of the dragons are eating a separate one at the end, I believe. Yeah, yeah, sure, yes, and, and they do. Yeah, she leaves uh, the last one alive, who is the guy who we know, the the familiar yeah. guy. Uh, and I think a da. couple of others, curly hair, and a couple of others are are there to tell everyone what happened. That's yeah, always what you got to do. You got to mm. leave one survivor. Yep, that's true. When you're a benevolent uh, and kind ruler, that's what you always do. <laughs> yep, you you burn some of your enemies <laughs> yep. and keep your friends even more burned. I believe that's <laughs> yes. the old saying. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. Weird thing for uh, one of the protagonists of the show to do. But uh, later in the episode, she she I goes like... and finds... Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, I do like the bit where um, they they say Valor Morghulis to each other at some point, And then he's like, I don't want to die. And she's like, what happened to Valor Morghulis? And he's like, I was fucking wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Valor yeah. more living, please. <laughs> He does say that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he pulls on his big suspenders. <laughs> um, yeah, but later she goes to... Uh, he's in, like, jail at, at, the, at this point, isn't he? She mm. she goes back and finds him, and he's, like, kneeling on the ground, and he's like, ah, oh, jeez, oh, I'm real scared. And she's, like, she's doing some real, like, moustache twirling, like, hmm, I wonder what I could do. Should I kill you? Should I torture you? Or should I yeah. marry you? Because like, this is after the bit where she asks Miss Sandy for her advice, and Miss Sandy's like, "Oh, I could, I couldn't advise you about this. I wouldn't know what to do." Because she says, "Sebastian was always telling me to be kind to them right until the morning he died." Mm. Um, other fuckhead, what's his name? <laughs> Dario Naharis. <laughs> he keeps telling me, "Kill them all, kill them all," which is good advice, but hey, I don't know if I trust him. And then. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She asked Miss Sandy, Miss Sandy's like, look, I can't, I can't help you out. I don't know jack shit about Jack Squat, but mm. I can tell you what I've seen. And I've seen you take advice from your counsellors or ignore your advice from your counsellors because you had a third great idea. So then uh, Daenerys 
takes the advice to have a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, like, you think it's not how thinking works. If you're a smart person, you're not quibbling over who to follow. You're having the smart idea, but I don't know. Yeah. Hey, it's good. That's good counsel, man. If I had someone who was around the whole time, like, through my, through my exams and shit, if I'd have had someone whispering in my ear, like, answer the question right. <laughs> sure. Go I'd have gotten away gut. with it. <laughs> Go with your trust gut. The, trust your feelings. Trust Luke. your feelings as long as you're really smart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trust your well-informed and years of studied-filled opinions. <laughs> yeah. Luke, um, f- feelings. Because it's not like... <clears throat> So it's not like Miss Andy is going, hey, all along you've had this aspect of your character, Daenerys, that uh, is going to inform the bright idea that you have to solve this this issue. She's just going like, hey, come up with, uh, or, or, you know, like, yeah, go with your gut, basically. And then She's later the po- on, there's this new idea that we didn't even have any way of foreseeing. That idea? Porkelos nos dos. <laughs> So yeah, she does. She goes down to the dungeons because this recap again just is clear. It's it's skipping a couple of bits here, little bits and pieces. So if we skip something that you thought was important, well, guess what? HBO doesn't think it's important. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who are you to argue with the makers of the show? With Henry, box office. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she goes down to the the cell, the hell in a cell <laughs> down there. <laughs> yep. What's his name? Is uh, his dar. Is hanging yeah, it turn, out. T- it turns out like it's uh, more like uh, seven minutes in heaven. Hey, yeah, she goes down. Hey, what did you learn? And he's like, oh, my God, I was so wrong. I'm an idiot. What? Ah, oh, geez. Uh, oh, no, Daenerys tells him she was wrong. Whatever happens, she's saying she's opening the fighting, fighting pits and she's going to marry this dude to solidify a bond with the great families and the, and the crown. Mm. Which, uh, yeah, I don't know. That seems like she's just compromised <laughs> the end, right? Like, she's just compromised. Yeah, I don't know. Like, her... I mean, she's clearly in the position of power here, even in a marriage, to say, mm. no, shit's going my way. But doesn't that also weaken her position to now be like, well, you're part of this house, so you've got to do some of what we say. Uh, and I, I, I surely it weakens her um, image to all of the people who didn't support slavery. Right, yeah. Yeah, like this all the dude slaves. has been. Yeah, this dude has been begging for at least, please, the death fights. Let us have <laughs> yeah. them. And mm. she's like, "I'll let you have them, and I'll let you have a lot, lot more." <laughs> mm. So the ultimate I mean- death fight, a wedding night. <laughs> Actually, oh, I shouldn't yeah. say that in this episode. This, <laughs> this pair of episodes, Jesus, we'll get there. D- death fight, more like a uh, death sent, uh, a life sentence. Talk about the old ball and chain. You think you've seen slaves? I tell you what, I'm up that fence every day uh, cleaning out the gutters. I'm have to stand on the fence because I can't afford a ladder because she can buy all her damn shoes. Gutters are so close to the edge of the property, standing on the fence. (laughs) Got to clean out them gutters every day. She keeps filling them up with leaves. (laughs) And bullshit. Yeah, so that's weird, but she does that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. Meantime, back in mm-hmm. um, the, the north, uh, the the north, the very north, mm-hmm. the wall. Mm-hmm. Sam Tiley's reading out a little um, little Raven message. Mm-hmm. A little a little messenger notification comes in, mm-hmm. uh, and he's telling Maester Aemon about the Slavers Bay rebellions and about how you know shit's a little rocky there. 
right at the moment. People are getting mm. attacked. Daenerys isn't absolutely uh, safe and in charge. And Maester Raymond, who's what, her uncle? Uh, or granduncle? Granduncle, something like that. Some sort think, of yeah. sibling yeah. and then move up. Yeah. Uh, he's sad about it. He, it's a shame that she's the only other Targaryen left as far as mm. everyone knows. And, uh, yeah, she's she's alone in the world, and that's a terrible thing, he says. Yeah, yeah. A Targaryen alone in the world is a terrible thing, which is the most, like, specific fable-sounding <laughs> yeah. thing that he says. I know. <laughs> but he's, uh, they, they were, like, such a big family for so long. They would have had, like, fucking songs written about him and stuff. Like, I'm sure, as nice as this guy is, he probably has a little bit of that self-mythologizing going on too. Yeah. Oh, the the Targaryens. Everyone knows. And I guess everyone does know who they are. Oh, completely. And they were thousands of years, right? They were around, or at least mm. hundreds. Yeah. They, yeah. Were, I guess they were the top of the top. They're like the Kardashians of the Westeros sort of world. Totally. And like yeah. the Kardashians, there was a period of time where everyone was like, kill the Kardashians, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> but now mm. everyone's kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, okay. It- yeah, no, that yeah, maybe yeah, maybe put him in charge. Even I don't know, like yeah. fuck, it could be worse. Kanye's weird. Leave leave him out of the decision making. He's not. He's technically mm. not a Kardashian, but uh, the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, they're there, and John comes in, um, asks Sam to leave so he can talk to Eamon on his own, mm. and he's got a decision to make. He's he's mulling over something, and he doesn't yeah. say what it is. But uh, Mace Raymond's like, I'll stop you there. My advice, do the fucked thing. <laughs> do the thing <laughs> yeah. that's going to make a bunch of people hate you. They hate you already. I certainly do. <laughs> mm, yeah, just uh, go with your gut, <laughs> basically. Yeah, there's a lot of that. A lot of people lot giving of reckless advice. Yeah, a lot of wisdom that is actually just going like, hey, man, roll them dice. Yeah, Welcome hey. to Jackass. I'm, my name's Jon Snow, and this is... Helping out the wildlings. <laughs> Johnny Snowville. Yeah. Johnny Snowville. <laughs> Fuck yes. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. It's basically just like, hey, you're the you're one of the main protagonists. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah. Well, he literally says, like, you're the Lord Commander. Mm. Tell yeah, him what true. to do. Which, and so his advice is kill the boy. And there's a little pause after that. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, what the fuck was the decision again? <laughs> yeah, they're killing remember. Oliver? Are they killing yeah. that little kid? <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I don't know what the decision it is, but I'm assuming it's to kill a child. So do it. Yes. Do it. <laughs> I want to hear it. And let but the I, man be born. Kill the boy and let the man be born. Yeah. Which mm. is is pretty true. Like, you know, Jon Snow's gone through all this stuff and whatever, but he hasn't had to sacrifice heaps yet. I mean, his family and whatever, the (laughs) woman he loved and, I I mean, a bunch of shit, but it's kind of been forced upon him a lot. Sure, this is him having an opportunity to be like, no, I'm going to stick to the thing that I actually think is probably the right decision. Um, And he's he's done, like... kill the boy. He's done courageous, dangerous things before when he walked out to meet uh, Mance Raider on his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a distinction, though, between... That sort of thing, which it's like, that's a, this sort of clear-cut heroism. Like, even yeah. if you die, and you probably will, like, you're still, there's probably no way to argue with that. Whereas this, it's literally something that's going to cause arguments, and you have to, yeah. like, stick 
stick by your sword. And any boy can do like one heroic thing, but a man is consistent. Yes. Yes. That's what I think. I, I, I think actually kill the boy just means kill Oliver and let the man be born is a reference to <laughs> Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kill Oliver and then give birth to a full grown man. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. telling him to he's he's telling him to have sex uh, with uh, Kate Blanchett. No, uh, Mistria Nun. What's her name? What the the Red Witch? Oh, Melisandra. Melisandra <laughs> to, to give birth to a Shadow Man. Yes, yes. The Nintendo sixty four game. <laughs> yeah, this episode got really strange, but I'm uh, I don't know I'm liking it. Maybe this is this when is, we both fell asleep. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is when I started to dream. And like yeah. all my dreams, it was about an obscure game <laughs> from 1998. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's yeah. You you mentioned it like a little bit before, but the whole the whole thing is um, John is going to try and get everyone to work with the wildlings. Yeah, and the wildlings to work with everyone too. Is mm. like he he talks to Tormund, lets him out of uh, lets him out of his cage, and he's doing just yep. fine. <laughs> and uh, brings him up to have a talk. So yeah, the the plan is we'll bring all of the wildlings. We'll go get them, all of yep. them who are still north of the wall. Allow them to have southern lands. There's a few bits and pieces that we can let them have. Yep. So they'll be safe from the undead, the the White Walkers. So and yeah. In return, yeah, you fight with us against the White Walkers when they inevitably come here and fight us. Exactly. He's basically just going, hey, you're all northerners now. Yeah. 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 Which is a pretty fucking cool deal. I don't know. It seems good. It's Isn't it what they always wanted? Like, they wanted yeah. to go back to those lands which technically they had been in first. And at least some of them were always like, we're a part of this kingdom and you ignore us. I'm sure there's yeah. plenty of them who are like, nah, fuck you, we'll stay up here. But for the ones who want to come down, good, good, um... Good deal. So Tormund is like, well, yeah, I don't know about that. It's, you know, you've been our enemy for years. How do we know I can trust you? Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And John is a real, he makes a real good move here where he's like, all right, fucking kill me if you want to kill me. Pretty much. And yeah. Tormund's like, oh, it's easy to say that when I got chains on my hands. So John unlocks them, just takes them off. Yeah. It's fucking sick. <laughs> it's good. To bowl a so, move. Yeah. <laughs> they they end up seeing eye to eye. Basically, Tormund clearly respects John, and John mm. respects uh, the wildlings or the the free folk more than anyone else seems to. Yeah. So uh, the plan is, hard home is where everyone went to. All the mm-hmm. uh, all the wildlings. So they're going to take some boats up there, some of Stannis's boats they can borrow, mm-hmm. and go get everybody, take them back. But. Jon Snow has to go as well, or else the wildlings will assume it's a trap. Yeah. Yep. That's the plan. Pretty good plan. I don't know. Seems all right if, if they can do it in time. Yeah. It's fair. Uh, yeah. What else would you do? Yeah. It's like, do it. Go with your gut. Because he kill starts the explaining, kill the, kill, kill the kid. Kill a child. Kill, kill that little bitch. <laughs> the, uh, the plan gets, John explains the plan to, you know, the Night's Watch. And mm. people seem pretty fucking mad about it. <laughs> They're absolutely not pleased. Uh, Even his friends. Who, yeah, that's the thing. People who have always supported him, or at least, or, you know, even ones that have only recently supported him are all like, what? Like, if they had rotten tomatoes to throw at him, they would have. Like, that's the expression yeah. on their face. 
They would have thrown laptops with a movie review website on oh, them at him. Zero percent for that one. Uh, um, so, hey, man, Adam Sandler nah. gets near nothing, so I'm okay. I'm Adam Sandler. Yeah, I got his money. The yeah. um, yeah, like uh, what's his name? It's like they killed Gren. The giant killed Gren. <laughs> yeah, they killed Gren. He's even mad. And Sam's how like, "How did you forget ah. Gren?" <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of farms they can have. They're all like, "Fuck those farms!" They killed Oliver's parents. Mm. And Oliver's like, "I remember." And I'm <laughs> yeah. Mad. Yep. They have like a little back and forth later, and Ollie's fucking furious. Clearly. Yep. He's uh, he's upset. Maybe. But he, the point maybe... he makes. Yes. Sorry. Well, well, you might have overheard the whole kill the boy conversation. Oh, shit. Do you reckon that was about him? <laughs> the, um, the point he makes where it's like, we either go help the wildlings now and we maybe have some more army or <laughs> all of them get added to the dead army. Which yes. do you want? Because, you know, there's a dead army and they're, they're going to they're gonna come and, if they, yeah, they'll just expand. They'll just absorb them into the dead army, which is real. Yeah. And that's, a, yeah, some people don't believe in that, I guess. Mm. Anyway, so it's difficult, and he's and he's made some people mad. But John's going on a boat, and he's gonna try and help the wildlings. However, <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, dot dot dot. Uh, Brienne, <laughs> Brienne of Tarth, not Narth, not Narth, Tarth. It's north Tarth. of Tarth. Yeah. Um. She's hanging around creepily. She's loitering uh, near Winterfell. Um, mm. She and Pod tracked Sansa there, and yeah, they just sort of hang around on the outskirts. Like, ah, uh, I guess we got to stick around here because where the fuck else do we even go? Yeah, they're shacked up in some like creepy spying tower <laughs> where they can <laughs> yeah, see everything. Yes. Yeah. Peek out the yeah. blinds. <laughs> yep. But so they've got some friends there. There's uh, a guy who comes in and drops a bucket of water off or something for them. And she's like, hey, I love the Starks. What do you reckon of the Starks? And the guy's like, the Starks? Yeah, me likey. What do you reckon about the Starks? And she's like, I just said I like them. And he's like, well, I guess I'll bring you two buckets of water then. Mm. And anyway, they they end up clearly hatching a plan with this guy yeah, she she tells him, you know, I'm, I used to serve Catelyn, blah 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 blah. I'm I'm here to help Sansa, and uh, later on, there's an old servant lady in Sansa's room who's like, Sansa, the North remembers. Light a mm. candle at the top of the broken tower if you ever feel a little bit weird about being in this fucking place with everyone who murdered your family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all all these creeps and weirdos and Littlefinger and the Boltons and basically all of the worst people in the world. Yeah. If you ever want to leave or get help, light a candle at the top of the broken tower. And she immediately she runs to the top of the tower and she's like, no, no, not now. Like, if something really, like, something, yeah. something happens. Yeah, that would be great. If that's, oh, can I do it now? What? <laughs> can I, I want to do it now. I want to get out of here. Clearly, I want to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, there's like three, four more plot points. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We got to. Yeah. Now, the rules say you have to wait at least seven days and nights. So The second yeah. act has to be the darkest act, and we're at the end of the first here, I'm afraid. So mm. Third yeah. act, you can light it. Absolutely. Mm. Hey, third <laughs> act, fucking yeah. fly away on a jet. Who cares? <laughs> but second act, we've got to have the dark middle chapter. Yes. You've just got to have it in the back of your mind during that, uh, during that dark time. 
Maybe have some candles strewn around, almost like a metaphorical representative of the candle that you could have used to escape, or the, mm. the candles on your mind. Strew yes. a bunch of them around when whatever <laughs> happens, happens. Yeah. But in the meantime, go to sleep, okay? Just just stay here. Well, have um, a little sleep, okay? Yeah. We got to cut a few, over. <laughs> have a few weird conversations. Yeah, you're going to have a creepy time here, <laughs> but in the meantime, we got to go look at the creeps, all right? Mm. We'll be right back. Mm. And so, yeah, they smash cut over to the creeps, and Miranda is standing needlessly naked again in a window. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's this scene. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is another huge, uh, like, one of me, as I was watching it, being like, fuck me, Dad, this is gratuitous. Like, it's yeah. there's so many of these. I just did not notice... Um, how bad it was the first time through. Even with people yeah. saying it, like maybe it's because you know we watched it week to week and we weren't expecting it or we didn't know what was coming. But this time it's just like you know watching it again and sort of having time to to to, to sort of ponder it. It's like oh man, it's not it's, good. I think the difference might be that when you're looking at it as in the world, like yeah, if you're standing in a bedroom with your boyfriend, you might not have any clothes on. Mm. But when you look at it as a as a piece of media. You think, well, some a hundred people were involved in getting this woman to stand here naked. There yeah. were production and whatever, whatever. Like, it was a decision they didn't need to have happen to make it as believable in the world. The fact that it is believable that she would be naked there, it's also believable she'd be wearing a fucking robe. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's, it's as believable that she would be wearing underwear. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's, but- uh, she's, she's an absolute psychopath. Yeah, or may- maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's not their fault. Maybe it's like Miranda. Why didn't you show up to set in clothes? We've got no <laughs> spare costumes. God damn it! We're going to have to change the entire script. Why has this happened four hundred and twelve times? <laughs> There's just like a lot of like doors with little nails sticking out of them, and people just keep ripping their clothes <laughs> off on them. <laughs> just really shoddily put together set. Uh, yeah, I've got to go film, but uh, sure, I'll eat these tacos first. Just walk and eat them to make it quicker. Oh, no, it's all over me. Oh. Anyway, she's standing there at the window and she's like, oh, why the fuck you got to marry that Santa girl? Do you think she's pretty? And he's like, yeah, I think she's pretty, you idiot. I've, I've seen her before. What kind of a loaded question is that? Yeah, he's such a cunt. Like even to to his like lover, he's like, yeah, she's. I, I yeah, I think she's pretty. I've got eyeballs. Like pretty uh, hubba hubba more like. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um. But he's like, weird. don't be jealous. Jealous suck. Jealousy sucks. Yeah, and uh, they have a weird kind of back and forth mm. about um. Well, literally a back and forth at the end. The the about like. Yeah, you got to marry Santa. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, and I don't give a fuck about you. Clearly, mm. so Miranda, who is uh, bizarre and in love with uh, Ramsey, starts to try and freak Santa out. Mm. She's showing her around, uh, like she she approaches her by that tower. Actually, Santa's looking up the tower. Oh yeah, yeah. Thinking about the candle, and Miranda's like, "Hey, you don't know me, but I'm the daughter of a stable uh, guy." Mm-hmm. Uh, the dog guy, the dog man. The kennel man. Kennel boy. And yeah. uh, Kennel Sanders wants me to tell <laughs> you. Carrie Ann Kennelly. Carrie Ann Kennelly. Um, yep. um, Jeremy Kennel. <laughs> it's like Renner. <laughs> it's not, though. No. <laughs> oh, well. Ken. 
Bruce. I'll think of another one later. There, <laughs> there's a present for you in the kennels. Go right down to the end one and you'll, mm. you'll have a present. So um, she does. Miranda like runs away and Santa keeps going for whatever reason in this in this dog place kennel. Yeah, yes, it's a creepy kennel too. Like it's it's Real very creepy. foreboding. Those dogs are fucking out of their minds. Mm. Then right down the end, there's Theon. There he it's is, bloody Theon. Just Jane's whimpering seen him for years, whimpering on the ground, little little Theon boy. There he is, and she looks fucking unhappy to see him. Understandably. Yeah, I think it seems like she's just freaked out about the whole thing. Like, he looks fucked, you know, like he does not look well. And she's, I think, just c- completely overwhelmed by the whole situation. And she asks him if he's Theon, and he's like, nah. She's like, oh, okay, I must be mistaken. They they yeah. run off. She she knows it's Theon. Theon later yeah. tells Ramsay about this, and Ramsay mm. kind of threateningly tells him that he forgives him. He does but- the, the, the real torture... Um- uh, abusive relationship thing of like, you know, got f- pretending to hit him and then giving him a pat on the head. Like, yeah, every it's, it's, every it's fucked. Every fifth whip's got to be a carrot or whatever mm. they say about donkeys. Yeah, I think that's it. Every hey, every donkey's a carrot. That's the <laughs> line. Every silver lining's got a, a donkey. Hey, every playbook's got a silver lining. That's what I say. <laughs> So, yeah, they, they, it kind of obviously gives him an idea because they're having a family dinner with mm. uh, Roose Bolton, his wife, uh, whatever, Frey. Is that <laughs> Walder. Walder? Yeah, w- Walder. Walder. Walder with an A? Yeah, not Walder. Right. <laughs> no, but, like, not Walder as in W-A-L-D-E-R, Walder Frey. Oh, uh, no. Walder guy. No. She's no. Wal- Walder. Walder. I'm Walder Frey. <laughs> I'm Walder so, now. Yeah, they're having this awkward fucking conversation at their um, dinner table. Mm. Ramsay goes to make a toast about his marriage to Santa, and out comes Theon have it with some wine. And she tell he, he Ramsay tells Sansa basically about Reek that he's fucked him up with torture enough to make him a new guy. Yeah, and they're all like, "Gum, that's, that's very weird. impressive." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he makes Theon apologize to Santa for what they all think he did, which is murdering yeah. Bran and Rickon. Yeah. And then uh, he tells them that Reek's going to give Sansa away to a wedding instead because she doesn't have any family anymore. Yeah, which obviously he delivers in uh, the most tactful way possible of like, well, because all of your family's dead, I guess uh, this guy I've tortured into being a new person will give you away. Well, it's settled then. Yeah. Yeah. What a fuck. So he, he does all of that. They're all sitting there waiting for it to end. And then Roos is also is like, well, since we're talking and you're being weird, I'll be weird as well. Um, <laughs> this Frey girl who I married for political reasons is now pregnant for political mm. reasons. Mm. So uh, Ramsey's mad about that. They have a little private talk afterwards. And he's like, okay, so I'm your fucking... I'm your fucking son until uh, I'm a, I'm your heir until you get someone better. Is that the deal here? Mm. I'm your little your little meantime boy, your little uh, your little bastard for now until you have a real son come along. Exactly. And then Roos tells him this whole story about his conception in response Ugh. to be like, "No, no, no, you're my son." And hey, they certainly share some traits. Yeah, this is really like if if up until now Roos has been like a bit of a dick, but like a a guy on the other side of politics in terms of, yeah, you know, he's, he's an antagonist to our heroes, 
quote unquote heroes, but like you can always say like he's just doing what uh, he thinks is right for his family. This is when it really (laughs) he's calculating and he's cold, but we haven't seen him rape a lord's wife and then the baby happens and then that's the kid. And, and he's, he's like, going to kill the baby until he realizes it's his kid. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> he's like, "See, so I, I, you know, that's as close as I'm going to get to saying I love you, boy." Yeah. So basically, you're welcome. Yeah. So, and they both seem pretty satisfied with that. Hey, good for them for being on each <laughs> other's page. Yeah. God. Yeah. Not so, good uh, it, it works. And Ramsey's like, "I will fucking fight for you to the death, mm. motherfucker." Mm. Yeah. So yeah, then uh, back over at the uh, at the Black Castle. Yes, the, what's it called? The um, <laughs> Castle, Castle Black. Black. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was close. Um, <laughs> Sam and Gilly are having a wander around, and uh, he tells Gilly about how he wanted to be a maester and stuff, and whatever mm. they talk for a bit. I don't remember that bit at all. No. I think this is around where I fell asleep. Uh, um. I don't remember. I remember that exact bit where he's like, "Oh, I always wanted to be a maester, and then you know, I uh, joined the Night's Watch, and now here I am, a, a dumb idiot." Um, <laughs> and then I, I, this is the bit I don't remember. But yes, yeah, Stannis, I guess, comes in and is like, "Ah, oh, you uh you know about killing these zombies?" And Sam's like, "Yep, I use this specific thing." And Stannis I use basically, glass. yeah. Yes. And he's like, Dragon Glass. Some people call it Obsidian Sand. It's like, I know what the fuck Dragon Glass is. <laughs> I from- live on Dragon Glass. Yeah, I'm from Dragonstone, a kind of Dragon Glass or something. I eat Dragon Glass for breakfast. Mm. But uh, yeah, they have a little chat, and Stannis is like, well, keep reading and find out about how to kill this dead army because that's what you've been doing. So good for you. Yeah. I have a vague memory of Stannis sort of being like, well,. We must be ready when the army of the dead comes, so keep the studies up, boy. And Sam sort of being like, oh, I mean, I, I agree with him, but even that kind of weirded me out. Yeah. Because Stannis yeah. is so focused on this whole thing. Stannis is a weird motherfucker. <laughs> he, <laughs> he really is. Like, that he, dude's he, a strange guy. He's so, like, he must be so conflicted on the inside because he's, like, such a rational guy, but he's also, like, following this divine fucking prophecy. It's, I don't know, he must, he must be fucked up on the inside. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got some shit going on for sure, as does his Mm. whole family, because the next day, I guess, um, they're all kind of loading up to leave Winterfell. Stannis is like, all right, Davos, we're getting out of here. And everyone Mm. goes, okay, King. He, um, Tells uh, Davos is like putting Shireen onto the horse, telling him about the fact there's going to be a battle and all that stuff. Mm. And Solis is like, the Stannis's wife comes up and she's like, Don't talk about battles. I'm weird. <laughs> and that's all that really happens. They have a little bit yeah. of forth. But Davos and Shireen, they get along. Shireen mm-hmm. and her mum, eh, not a great relationship. Nah, her mum, uh, yeah, Queen Celise, not doesn't seem to have a great relationship with anyone. No, no. Stannis, Melisandre, those mm. are really the only three people she knows. Stannis, <laughs> Melisandre, and her daughter. <clears throat> yeah, and Stannis and Melisandre kind of treat her like shit, and uh, I guess she treats her daughter like shit. And she treats herself like shit, too. That is true. She's hated by true. literally every person in her life. Mm. So, uh... John and Stannis have a brief moment before they each leave. 
John's like, all right, I'll bring your ships back. And Stannis like, you fucking better. John's like, hey, <laughs> thank you for everything. And Stannis like, whatever, cunt, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Just doesn't care. Yeah. But uh, then they have a very expensive looking shot of all those horses walking off into the distance. And Stannis mm. has got a bunch of horses. He's got a lot of horses. Uh, that, I mean, he keeps running around those horses, cutting people down. So there must be heaps of them. There's a fuckload of horses, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're coming to the last little bit of the episode here. Yes. Back uh, over this, in... Um, this yeah. bit, though, right, where they we first see them sailing around, Mormont yeah. and, uh, and Tyrion, Jorah, sorry, and Tyrion, that, that must have been way earlier in the episode, right? I don't remember i think maybe it was all the same honestly i couldn't tell you hbo has put this <laughs> this way and so look i'm going to assume all right it's time for us to come clean we haven't been able to afford to buy the show so the only way we've consumed it is by reading these hbo recaps <laughs> yeah we haven't actually ever seen the show not it's even technically the first piracy time. i guess but uh whatever <laughs> when people ask you read the books we've got to go kinda sort of we read the show Hey, um, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've read Game of Thrones, the three words in a row, mm, which is the only mm. bit I've actually read of any of these recaps <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, we, we just sort of... we riff. Uh, you read the, the words Game of Thrones, I read the title of the episode, and we just kind of go from there. This is just riffing, man. Mm. If we've gotten close to the show, then hey, that's luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Jorah and Tyrion have been sailing around. Jorah's still taking Tyrion back to Daenerys. Tyrion's yep. getting chatty again. Uh, trying to be, you know, he's being all Tyrion-y, going like, hey, quippy, quippy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, they, and they get to talking a little bit more. Jorah's seeming to soften a little bit. They get, they're getting on a better foot. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, they're coming up to what, um, Tyrion kind of recognizes. Jorah's like, we're going through Valyria, the ruins mm-hmm. of Valyria, to get to, uh, to get to Marine. Tyrion's like, that's kind of uh, the long way round, right? Uh, don't, aren't you afraid of uh, the doom? Mm. What about the thing here that <laughs> we don't really explain what it is, but this is a wrecked-looking city, and I'm going to call it something... There, there's something about the doom that's happened here. <laughs> yeah. A little bit negative. <laughs> a little bit of a negative so, connotation. Yeah. He's like, are you afraid of that? And Jorah goes, no, but pirates are. And, hey, that's a pretty smart reason to go through there. Yeah. I mean, that's assuming that there are no, you know, sort of literal monsters there. In the area with where the doom happened? Mm, yeah, yeah. Of course there yeah. are monsters. Okay. When have doom and scary monsters ever been words that have been associated? Now, I know you didn't watch the episode, and neither did I, but <laughs> have I got news for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there's, uh, yeah. They, see, they see Drogon fly up overhead, luckily, for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jorah's Which like, is, oh yeah, that's that, that dragon that I've seen before. And Tyrion's like, holy mamacita. What the dragon? And so <laughs> they're sailing through. And, and yep. in that shot, I think it's in the same shot right after they see the dragon. There's like an in-focus shot of Tyrion's face looking up at the dragon like, wow, what a dragon. And mm-hmm. blurred, out of focus in the background, you see a figure rise and then jump into the water. Yeah, that was cool. I thought, yeah, it was Great. I remember this scene from the first time, and yep. I remember being yep. so confused about what the fuck was going on. <laughs> In what way? I didn't know where the fuck Valyria was. I didn't know what the Doom was. I didn't know what this old civilization was. And then I didn't right. know what the fuck the Stone Men were. 
I now well, remember. They, yeah, they had been referenced a couple episodes ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess I'd forgotten yeah. that. I, I don't think I knew specifically what was going on, but I also I was like, oh yeah, two guys on a mission, uh, going through foreboding territory, and some monsters are attacking. Like that's a that's a trope as old as stories. Yeah, I think that's but, why it confused me so much is because it seemed so. This is you know minute thirty six of an Indiana Jones movie. Sure. Sure. So it it seemed like a trope. They do have we skipped over a little bit of they have a conversation a bit about Valeria too and went like once upon a time this place was the shit. They did everything the best for mm. thousands of years and then at some point it just went away. Yeah. Anyway, it's cunts with grayscale. Yeah, they got grayscale. They got it so bad that they go insane and they're just monsters now and they uh they jump on the boat, they have a big fight. Um <laughs> Tyrion gets bloody pushed into the water. He's drowning. He, he, We're like, oh no, he's going to die. And then they immediately cut to him waking up on the shore. Yeah. Phew! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he like jumps in because uh, Jorah's like, don't don't let them touch you. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And so he gets like cornered by one and rolls off of the boat into the water. <laughs> and gets like pulled down. But yeah, Jorah obviously saves him somehow. Yes. So yeah, they get to shore. Tyrion wakes up. They're like, okay, I guess we're walking from here. Mm. And then... Jorah wanders off, lifts <laughs> yep. up his sleeve, and what is there but a tribal tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> He's been bit. He's been bitten by the zombie. He's going to turn into a zombie. Jorah is exactly the type of dude who would be the person in a zombie movie to not say when he got bit. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's good It's Daenerys. good character stuff, I think. Yeah. I, uh, I agree. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, my headphones have unsynced with my phone. I can't hear you. Oh, are you still there? Can you hear me now? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. on speaker here. Oh, you're back. What? What's... Yeah. yeah. My fucking... I'm using... Oh, no. The, I've got my phone plugged in over the other side of the room. There's enough battery there. <laughs> Oh. Uh, yep. <clears throat> yep. Cool. All right. Uh... <laughs> And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> Great place to cut the black. Surely something's going to come of that very soon. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, no comment. <laughs> so, yeah, Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken is the next episode. I guess those are the um, Dornish words or the, the, uh, the, what's his name, the Martell words? Uh, that would make sense. Uh, <coughs> I'll see if I can find out. Uh, yes, yes, it is. It's the it's dawn is the only kingdom of the seven kingdoms never to be conquered by outsiders. They are right. unbowed, unbent, and unbroken. So yeah, that's the words of dawn. Maybe if they'd have been conquered, they could have learned that just using a thesaurus three times doesn't make it cooler. <laughs> Wow, that's a that's a severe burn on the Dornish. 
I fucking love Dawn, but honestly, <laughs> yes. I think they need to write it in with the thesaurus. <laughs> Dawn is uh, n- uh, uh, not my favorite time of day. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I gotta stop doing that. Yeah, Dawn, not my favorite time of day. Type of time of day. Yes, and also. The whole fucking section in this episode about uh, Arya and all the faces oh, and the House of Black and White. God. Absolutely the most boring shit in the world. Yeah. It made, made it feel more like nighttime because I was going to sleep. Dude, House of Black and White, more like House of fucking Lame. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Put about just so many slow fucking dragged out shots it's so dark and dull i hate mm. the actress who's the waif i hate the actor who's jack and hagar <laughs> they're both I, so fucking uninteresting i've certainly come to hate the guy who plays jack and hagar i thought he was pretty good as that sort of um mysterious character early days but when he first man. showed up in yeah season 2 or whenever that was mm. Mm. but the shit that's happening here is just so boring yeah, and this episode it does open with this stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it just it's it takes place a bunch of times in the episode, maybe, but it's just fucking dull. So yeah. let's go through this really quickly. Arya's yeah. cleaning corpses still. Uh, yep. The wife tells her some fucking lie about where she's from, and it's like sort of creepy, but at the same time, it's like yeah, okay. And then okay, it's uh, a test. Sure, you failed the test. Okay, move on. Yeah, right, weirdo. Fine. Yep. Yep. Um. There's a bunch of stuff where like Jack and wakes her up to like whack her with a stick. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah! Anytime she tells a lie, and he can tell straight away, and he finds out that she's got a crush on the hound or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bit where a guy shows up at the temple with his daughter. Geeta, yep. this says her name is, but there's no <laughs> way of knowing that. <laughs> nah, Geeta. Um, he basically asks Arya, like, hey, look, I've tried to heal her, but I just wanted to stop suffering. Please put her out of her misery. Mm. So Arya tells a little lie story to the little girl, makes her drink the water, then scrubs up her corpse after she's dead. Yep. Jacken's like, hey, all right, I guess that was pretty badass. You're coming with me. Walks her through to the secret thing behind the secret door that nobody would let her into. Mm-hmm. And it's a big fucking shopping center full of faces, little face masks that have been cut off the corpses. And Jacken's like, you can't, you can't put a fucking new face on here. You're not ready to become no one, but you are ready to become someone else. Mm, you are ready for act two of the boringest a three act story in in the show. It's so fucking boring, man. Also, for whatever reason, I just hate the wife. Maybe it's because the character is like at odds with Arya, and I like Arya. But uh, yeah, I don't think the wife is the problem. I think it's 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 everything else. It's the pacing of this fucking bit too. It's yeah. so slow. It's it's slow and boring, and you're right. It's dark as well. It's dark and dingy, and it's not fun. And it yeah. it puts the it puts a nice character through a pretty uh, a pretty annoying trial. Um, and I, I don't know, like yeah, it's 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 as unengaging as it was the first time. There's there's I've learned nothing new about this that's making me like it more. Totally. Because the idea of Ari becoming a big hitman in this fucking hitman world yep. at, at this hitman school, great mm-hmm. idea. That absolutely yeah. should be fun to watch. Absolutely, yes. Like, it, th- that was hinted at, and we were like, oh, man, that's going to be cool. Get her over there. Yeah. But, well, just, it's, turns it's out, a slog. Yeah. Hitman, hitman school, much like regular school, is fucking for nerds. 
<laughs> no, it's actually quite good. You learn a lot and you learn a lot of life skills and it's actually worth all of the, the trials and the tribulations because you come out of it ready to, uh, to, to kill people. Dude, fuck that shit. Everything I learned, I learned from the little facts that used to be in the corners of Zoo Magazine. <laughs> That's well, what like, I'm like. Did you know like one, that- One, two, three, four, five, you know, those facts. Did you know that the blue whale has <laughs> the biggest dick in the world? <laughs> I don't know, Other man. than <laughs> moi? <laughs> you say mine. Okay, that's good. That's- hey, I think around. it's- I think the funnier joke is to have the smallest dick in the world. Yeah, the smallest dick in the world is pretty funny. Because the idea of it being- not no dick. <laughs> Just so small that it's there, but the electron microscope cannot find it. Mm. You're not ready to have no dick, but you will have a small dick. <laughs> Someone else's dick. Yes. So, yeah, that all that shit happens. Who gives a fuck, honestly? Who gives a fuck? Let's move on. Tyrion and Jorah, they're still going. Oh, yeah, they've got a bunch of shit going down in this episode. Yeah, because uh, they... Uh, they're walking along, uh, talking about some shit. Mm-hmm. Tyrion's giving shit to Jorah. And then uh, he's like, why didn't you ask me about why I'm over here and I came in a box and shit? You've never asked me. And Jorah's like, I don't know. I guess I'm a dick. <laughs> yeah. I guess I maybe rushed things and didn't think it through. Yeah. But Tyrion tells him the uh, the whole story of what happened. And, uh, you know, Jorah's clearly like, oh, boy, that's that's pretty crazy. And then he's like, hey, look, I met your dad, though. At least your dad was all right. I had to kill my dad. But your dad, he was a good guy back when he yeah. was alive. <laughs> right up until the end when he died, which has yeah. happened. <laughs> Jorah clearly doesn't know that information yet. So yeah. Tyrion has to tell him about what happened. And Jorah looks uh, pretty unhappy. Yeah, not pleased. Not happy. No. So, um, yeah, that Rather happens. Rather sad. You'd say he felt sad? Yeah, I think he feels sad. Dude, you've been looking at your facial recognition cards today. <laughs> so, I'm just pointing at it. <laughs> the, uh... But they have a little walk. They don't really do anything with that. Jorah doesn't question no. Tyrion further on, like, why specifically uh, he's there. Like, obviously, Tyrion doesn't reveal the, the, the Daenerys stuff or the Varys stuff at this point. He yeah. just says, like, he's on the run, basically. Exactly, which is totally plausible. And yeah, I don't know. They seem to be getting along a lot better now. Yeah, yeah. They're walking along, talking about Daenerys and whether or not she could be queen and whether or not Tyrion's going to be uh, involved, whether or not uh, fucking Jorah's going to be involved at all. Like, mm. he said, maybe maybe she'll be ecstatic, but maybe. But anyway, they um, they quickly have to cut their conversation short when they see a slaver's ship out in mm. the bay. And they're like, uh-oh, it's slavers. I wonder what they docked for. Maybe it was. And then a slaver pokes his head into frame. And he's like, <laughs> it was for water. We water. were water. <laughs> so, yeah, they are um, captured as fuck. Yeah, big slaver boys. Um, led by that guy from Lost and some other stuff. Is he um, from Lost? Yes, he is. I have not seen Lost, so I will take your word for it. He's one of the uh, he's one of the guys from the other end of the plane that you don't meet until like season two or whatever. God, that show sounds lame. Having never seen an episode of it, every time I hear someone say a thing that happened on it out of context, so it's like, <laughs> ah, smoke monster, cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it sucks. I say that whilst hosting a Game of Thrones podcast, but you know, it 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 would be us as as it's interesting. It'd be interesting to talk about as a show because it is so weird and often bad, but like it was so popular. But anyway, yeah. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, Game of Thrones, and yeah, Jorah and Tyrion get captured. Um, they're like, oh, J- Jorah, this old guy can like work on the galleys as a, I don't know, whatever that is. And Tyrion's, uh, yeah, Ty- yeah, Tyrion, uh, t- the little guy will just um, cut off his dick and sell that, and and we'll kill him yeah. now. They'll we'll kill like, him right now. Dwarf cocks are magic, so we'll sell mm. that. And Tyrion is fucking terrified. Yeah. And thinks on his feet real quick as he as he's good at doing. He tells mm. him like, "Hey, you can't just sell them like a dried up dwarf cock. They got to see the dwarf that it was on." One of them's like, hey, "Dwarf sized man, dwarf sized cock." And he's like, "Guess again, motherfucker. <laughs> you ever yes. heard of the blue whale?" <laughs> uh, yeah, he successfully persuades them to keep him alive until they find a dwarf cock merchant. So it might be a while. <laughs> Could be a while. Could be a day. Who knows? Um, and then, yeah, they, he also kind of convinces them, and then Jorah clues into what's going on to keep Jorah, rather than at the galleys, take him to Marine to the fighting pits. Yes. Because uh, he'll be able to... Or, or, like, he says, hey, Jorah's a good fighter. You don't necessarily want to get rid of him. And they're like, hmm, mm. maybe the fighting pits, which Daenerys has started up again. And Jorah yeah. has a bit of a look of, like, she's done fucking what? Yeah, yeah, I did notice that, yeah. But then... Uh- he very reluctantly is like, "Yes, I've killed seventeen thousand men." Yeah, I'm I killed very a, good. Uh, I killed a Dothraki uh, blood, blood rider. Blood rider? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "No, you didn't, motherfucker." And he's like, "Hey, his name is Do- Thomas. So <laughs> you tell me whether or not that's true." And they're like, "Holy yeah. shit! No one, no one can make up Thomas with a Y at the end." Yeah, George R. R. Martin's a-, a genius. He knew, he knew a, a, a specific fact about that guy. I guess he must be telling the truth. You're telling the truth? Mm. What colour was his hair? Black. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry to doubt you. Yeah. <laughs> he had a birthmark on his upper thigh, you say. Oh, really? you know, <laughs> it's funny you should mention an upper thigh birthmark, Benjamin, because... Oh, why is that? I, well, I don't know if you've seen the entire episode Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken from the game of show, t- uh, from the, <laughs> fuck, for the television show Game of Thrones. The, the uh, hit no, game show Game of Thrones. Oh, the game well, show. I'll, I'll tell you something interesting that happens in a scene later, but uh, it'll be a little while until we get to it. But uh, when, okay. when it's there, I, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. All right. Uh, in the meantime, over in King's Landon, Mm. Uh, Tyrion, uh, Tyrion, fucking Littlefingers come back into town and, uh, he immediately gets accosted by Brother Lancel mm. and, uh, some other of the, of the sparrows. And he's like, uh, oh, your Brother Lancel now, a big name to throw away. And he's like, fuck off, flesh peddler. <laughs> yeah. We got no, we got no room for you here anymore. Your numbers come up and we're sick of your kind. Yes. And so Littlefinger, like, they kind of move in on them and all his guards. It gets a bit tense for a second. But Littlefinger's like, hey, I got a meeting with the with the Queen Mother. You wouldn't want to be fucking keeping me from that, would you? You wouldn't want me to be late because mm. um, that'd be bad. And so they kind of back off and he says something bitchy to them as he leaves. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. Mm. Hey, um... Watch a Ricky Gervais special. God isn't real, and then he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> he do- he's like skinny Ricky Gervais. 
He is. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. Fuck. That explains so much about his character. <laughs> oh, man. It's what would have happened if Ricky Gervais was a bit taller and a bit skinnier. Chaos is a pit that's mental. <laughs> Chaos is a ladder. <laughs> oh, very oh. good. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, he goes and has this meeting with Cersei. Uh, tells her all about what's going up in Winterfell. Uh, Sansa's mm. getting engaged to Ramsay. She's he, not he's happy. Found Sansa as well. He, the the main piece of news is he's like, I know where Sansa Stark is, and she's like, Hubba hubba what? Yeah, that's right. And it's funny that that news hasn't gotten back to her yet. Honestly, well, she dyed her hair black to be uh, to be secretive. So you know, ah, true. <laughs> <laughs> There's a woman with black hair named Sansa Stark up there, which is a mighty fine not coincidence. That's normal. Mm. Uh, whatever that happened there, that's normal. Yeah, it's normal. I was expecting that to happen. But yeah, so they start getting mad. Oh, Cersei starts getting mad. She's like, all right, well, I'm going to send someone up there to fucking chop her head off. Mm. And Littlefinger's like, nope, uh, Stannis is riding on them. They hate each other. Let them fight. And then sees Winterfell from whichever thief survives. Mm. Fucking little dick. Playing all sides. So now he he's really being all is. nice to the Lannisters again. Yeah. And he's but like, like uh, boy, if we if we think that he meant any of the stuff that he said to Sansa, which like I think we we think he he means like five percent of it, the stuff where he's been creepily in love with her. When like, he says I wanna fuck you, I think that's what he means to Sansa. Yeah. But so so it's like well I guess you're happy to sacrifice her potentially like he's just going like yeah okay I'm assuming that everyone's going to die there yeah because even if he has a plan he must know that part of this plan I- involves the risk of Sansa being killed for yeah. sure yeah so um and they're having like a whole bunch of back and forth here because they talk about loyalty or something and then Cersei's like. Oh yeah, um, Lysa Aaron, huh? Weird, weird choice of partner. And Littlefinger's like, yes, sometimes the partners we choose can be very strange. Cersei Lannister <laughs> kind of gets her with that one. So they have a little call back and forth, but um, yeah, basically he s- swears, "Hey, I'm with the Lannisters. I'll give all the Knights of the Vale to take Winterfell afterwards, as long as you name me Warden of the North." Yeah, yeah. If and- they, if if he uses his knights to uh, to get Winterfell. Then he gets to like move in and be the king in the north in uh, in so many terms. Yeah, so she agrees, and and that's uh, that's what's happening. Mm. Um, over in Dawn, yeah, more like Yawn. Nah, this is fine. This bit, but uh, Tristane Martell, who's the little mm. prince guy, yep, and mm-hmm. uh, betrothed to Marcella. They they clearly like each other. I mean, I think yeah. in the way that they're both like. 15, 16, and absolutely horny for each other. <laughs> totally. It's uh, it's a little bit more sincere and real than the uh, Sansa Joffrey thing from the very start of the show. Like, these guys have hung out for, what, like, fucking, I don't know, six months, something like that. Like they're, a fair while now. Yeah. They're, they're, they're clearly, yes, you're right, like horny teenagers, but they, they seem to both be, like, nice people who like each other. Totally, yeah. I don't think yeah. it, I, I don't think they'd like each other forever, but that's because no. I'm cynical. <laughs> oh, you're a real Ricky Gervais type. Oh, I can't I can't do his voice. <laughs> so, um, 
yeah, they're they're having a walk around, and uh, Doran Martell, the um, I guess he's the king. Uh, you know, well, he's the he's, he's the pri- he's, he's the prince. He's the leader reason. of of the Dawn. Yeah. Area. Yes. He's like, hey, those guys, they're in trouble because they don't know how dangerous it is for Martell and a uh, and a. A Lannister, uh, a Baratheon. Uh, b- b- uh, yes, <laughs> I think he fucking says Lannister. Yeah, I th- I remember him saying Lannister. Yeah, because everyone knows. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of weird that he just says Lannister because she is a Baratheon. She's Marcella Baratheon. Mm. Mm. Is her name? That's her name. Um, huh? That's her name. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> the same thing I said, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they uh, they fucking, they're walking around. Jamie and Bronn show up at the exact same time as those fucking sand snakes show up to uh, try and attack them because, um, what's her name, Ilaria Sand is like, okay, I'm bad, I'm bad, I'm broken. Name of the episode and uh, what we're saying to each other here before we do this plan with which I'm not going to be involved. My part of the plan <laughs> is to stand yes. exactly here. Until the soldiers come to get me. Yes. So they run off. Jamie and Bron are there. Jamie, uh, Bron's singing a song as they go in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something about uh, the Dornish girl. And it's clearly going to be dirty at the end. Yeah. The second last line is going to be like something like, and he gave her a shunt. You know, it's, <laughs> it's that <laughs> yes. kind of song. Yeah, yeah. But he's having a but, ball. Oh, he's loving being down at dawn. It's warm. Yeah. He's singing a song. Gets to have a lot of fights. Lots of fights. Mm. Jamie, he's a little more... He's kind of the, the neat one. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he's the, he's the neat one with one hand. And Bronn's like the, the messy one with two hands. Dude, great combo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, they basically just have a big fight and uh, all yeah. get captured. They see Marcella and Tristane. Jamie's like, come with me, Marcella. And she's like, what, why? Tristane's like, what, why? And then mm. Bronn punches him in the face. He's like, that's <laughs> yeah. why. And then Marcella is like, I'm scared now. Yeah, they they kind of all run off and get... But yes, they get captured. The fucking sand snakes are like the goddamn Ninja Turtles, where each <laughs> one of them has a separate weapon for some fucking reason. <laughs> yes. It makes them seem so silly and contrived. Yep. Yeah. Because that's if also they had, their only characteristics. Totally. If they'd all had swords and personalities, <laughs> this bit would have been fine. But yes. instead it's like, we're all angry about our dad. And one of them's got a spear, one of them's got two swords, okay. One of them's got a fucking whip. One of them's got an Indiana Jones whip, yeah. And that's insane. Anyone who's ever fighting with a whip in a show should whip it at someone. It misses definitely, or just kind of makes them go like, ah. (laughs) And then (laughs) then they just stab them, yeah. Yeah, because they always wrap right around the person's arm and yank them about. (laughs) I don't know, man. That fucking whip was stupid as hell. It is stupid. But yeah, they have a fight, rah, 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 they get arrested, including Ilaria, because she didn't fucking move from where Mm -hmm. she gave the order to do all this. (laughs) Ugh. Uh, What's next? We're back in King's Landing. Ah! (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) I woke up, I'm in King's Landing again. I thought I was in Dawn. No. Um, And Olena is basically pissed off about the whole Loras getting arrested thing. That's right. She's coming in on that cart, opens the window. She's like, ah, oh, you can smell the shit from here. I hate this fucking place. <laughs> yep. Which is fair enough. I bet it does sell, smell, smell like shit. It, yeah, absolutely it would. I mean, I think everywhere did back then in yeah. the fictional time that this is. 
yeah, she's walking along with Marjorie, saying like, "Hey, don't worry about it. I'll get your brother back. This will all be mm. fine. I'll sort this out. Why don't you get some sleep? You look awful." Cut to the most beautiful looking woman you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Olena. Come on, Olena. She's a straight up hottie. Yeah. She was in the fucking Hunger Games, huh? <laughs> you don't get in the Hunger Games if you're a two out of ten. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, if it's a Hunger Games, hey, tell you what, you, she's District 9, 9.5, I tell you what. Hello. <laughs> it's getting late. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> So come on, uh, let's, let's let's get through this. There's only a few scenes to go. In fact, come on, only, Elena. There's only like three scenes to go. Well, Elena's in uh, in conversation with Cersei. They have a back and forth, and Cersei's yeah. been a real fucking cow about it. Well, Elena, I mean, justifiably is as well. But she's like, I know that you're behind this, and if you don't like fess up, let him go, then I'm, I'm taking all my money back. I'm taking my money back. I'm taking my armies back. You're gonna be fucked. And Cersei's yeah. like, <laughs> well, technically I didn't do it, and I seem, for some reason, unperturbed by your threats. Yeah, because that's the thing. Whenever she was dealing with Tywin, who's the only person we've really seen her interact with that much, mm-hmm. yep. or at least in a power struggle way, Tywin was always pretty straight up with her. They were quite honest with each other. Yes. But yeah. uh, Cersei's sticking to the lie here, and it's giving her a weird amount of power. Yeah, yep. And I think I also assume, and... I think we're meant to assume, and, and just, you know, first-timers and Elena, we're meant to assume that there is something else going on? Yeah, I think so, because Cersei, I mean, you know, she keeps blaming it on the faith and everything. and go, Like, either she's just being annoying and she does think this will all work out, but, mm. you know, we know Cersei better than that. Yeah. So, yeah, she assures, assures Elena, hey, don't worry about it, they, they get a bit angry, they've got nothing on him. Better there. It'll be fine. And the alliance will be fine. Like, you're overreacting. Like, I'm telling you I didn't have anything to do with it. That's clearly a lie, but I'm still just going to say that. And it seems like it's going well at the at the religious inquest thing. The yes. Grand, the High Sparrow's there. Loras is like, ah, I knew Renly, and I was his good friend. I wore his armor, but fucking each other? No, that never happened. We never did that. And then, um, or the charges are fornication, buggery, and blasphemy. Yeah. So, man, there's <laughs> my three favorite things. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Bloody uh, luck, you've luck, just written, luck, luck, me, luck, luck me up right away. Fornication, buggery, and blasphemy. Oh, you've just written a goddamn Ricky Gervais special. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you, uh, oh, you, you saw my Christmas list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they call up uh, Marjorie then, and she's like, what, me? What the mm, fuck? That seems like a big, uh, a big left, 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 left field sort of thing. She doesn't yeah. expect this at all. It came out of the blue, and she mm. is like, oh, "But I'm the queen." And the high spirit is like, "Yeah, God doesn't give a fuck." Mm. So, um, sure enough, she gets up on that, uh, up on that chair, and uh, she's like, "No, never knew anything. I don't know anything about this. Uh, I testify nothing." Yeah, I testify, I say that he never did any of the gay stuff. I'm saying yeah. that he never did it, and I never knew about any of it, that it didn't happen anyway. In the presence of all the gods. So mm. then, they call in that guy Oliver, mm. who is uh, the guy we saw Loris uh, having fornication, buggery, and blasphemy with <laughs> yep. in, a previous, in a previous episode. Yeah, And for whatever reason, is, this dude is the is blasphemy. Is the is the blasphemy when he goes, "Oh God, I'm gay." <laughs> I guess that yeah. must be what it is. 
Oh man, it's it's funny that this religion is just Christianity. Like everything is always just <laughs> yeah. a little bit, but these are just like some fucking Catholic ass Catholics here. Yeah. So um, yeah, for whatever reason, Oliver is like under their thumb. He's playing ball with them. Mm. So he says, "How did you meet?" Ah, oh, he was a squire. I was his squire. He called me over the first day he saw me. La la la. Or, or, or what happened. Marjorie knew too, because she saw it one time, and I can prove it, because Loris has a birthmark on his thigh, roughly the shape of Dawn. Now, mm. if fucking... If if Loris was thinking on his feet here, he would have said, yeah, he was my squire. He's seen my he's seen me naked before. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, they absolutely could have gotten out of this. Because yep. they say for a second, like, what, you're going to believe this guy, Oliver? He's a squire. And that mm. is how these court fucking things work. Especially back in, in the day. In, and instead of playing it cool, Loris, like, jumps and uh, tries to kill him. He has a big old lunge at him. Yeah. Calm down, Loris. Take it <laughs> down not, a peg. He's not calm at all. He, it, it, in fact, looks like he's guilty and is angry at the person who's given it away. Yeah. And look, he's emotional about all this shit. That makes sense. Like, this is a, a shitty situation to be in and seeing your former lover betray you like that. It's got to be yep. hard. Yep. Tone it down a bit, Loris. We can get away with this, huh? You're going to play it cool. So they take Loris, and then they also say, and take the queen, take Queen Marjorie, because she lied on that chair. And, and they start uh, yanking her away. Yeah, and Cersei sort of looks around like, ha checkmate. Oh, <laughs> weird. This thing that I definitely <laughs> didn't orchestrate is going exactly the way that benefits <laughs> me. Mm. So yeah, her and Olena share a, share a look, and then Marjorie's like, crying out for Tom and like Tom and do something and Tom and just fucking sits there. Yeah, he does nothing. He does he doesn't nothing. say anything. I don't know if he's confused or if fucking his mum said something to him beforehand or whatever, but yeah, he really drops the ball on that one. He's just following the rules. Like, you know, this high sparrow was like, here's the rules, here's the law, and uh the law's been broken. So, you know, here Tom goes the punishment. An impressionable lad. He's an impressionable lad and he yeah, it seems like he's young and dumb enough to be like yeah, I, I guess uh, I guess they deserve the punishment. Yep, young, dumb, and full of mums advice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that all takes. So that's all pretty big. We'll see where yep. that goes. Yep. But uh, to finish off this second of the two episodes, we're over oh, back in boy. Winterfell. So, first of all, uh, Miranda is washing Sansa's hair for some fucking reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It doesn't really explain why that's happening, because it's like, and you said you were the daughter of the kennel guy, yeah? Yeah, that's right. Why, and she's washing, washing out the, the she's washing the black dye out. She's like, oh, it looks yeah. to be back, back to red. It's like, how, did yeah. she not wash her hair once in between? Good question. I mean, she's really squeezing it out of there. Yeah, I guess. So maybe, and maybe, maybe they just didn't. Maybe they just didn't wash their hair much. Yeah. Hey, I don't. Because I love yeah, this you show. Get, you, you put it, what? <laughs> I love How this show, that? so I don't wash my hair. Oh, okay, yeah. No, that's that like a tribute. Sense. Yeah, I, no, I, I think I, I misheard you the first time. That's perfectly what, fine. When I want to clean my hair, I like roll it around in mud, like how a pig cleans. Ah, yes. A pig. Good. The, 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 the animal of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I smell like an arsehole. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> they... Um, Miranda gives her this whole speech about like, hey, you gotta you gotta be careful with Ramsay. You better be interesting for him because uh, there are all these women who bored him, and yeah, we hunted them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen a body after the dogs have ripped it apart? Oh, oh, that is a crazy looking body. 
Hey, so um, not good. Sansa Sansa puts on a fighting face and mm. goes. She goes. Um, so how long have you uh, been in love with Ramsay? Miranda's like, what? How can you tell? <laughs> Gives her a whole like, I'm Sansa Stark of Winterfell. I'm here. You can't frighten me in my home. Get the fuck mm. out of the room. Yeah. But then when Miranda's out, she's like, holy shit. Yeah. Mamma mia. That was a spicy meatball. Yeah. So the the wedding's happening. This 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 bath was for the wedding. Yeah. And uh Theon shows up. He's all kind of done up nicer than he's been in a while mm. to give Sansa away. Yeah, which actually with- happens. I I honestly before this I was like, surely that's not going ahead. Like that's just too fucked. But no, it does. No, it it Ramsey's weird. And it's it's the f- most fucked thing that's going to happen in this episode. Anyway, I did not watch <sighs> from this point on. This is where I fell asleep. So Sansa mm. And Ramsay there with Theon, they all say all this ceremony shit to each other, like, hey, who are you? Which is the weirdest ceremony. Like, mm. who goes oh, yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My name's Theon, blah, blah, blah. And then after the wedding, um, Ramsay brings Sansa up to her room and he kind of wanders in. There's a bunch of candles ever, and he's like, so you're, uh, you're a virgin, huh? She tells the story about Tyrion, that he was good and that, you know, he never touched her. He's like, cool, 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 cool. Take that dress off. Mm. And fucking hell, man! This dude, he's he starts being Ramsey Ramsey around her for the first time. Yeah. I mean, I guess the dinner table Theon stuff, but like he's properly like, okay, you're married to me now. I can fucking mask off, go nuts. Yep. I'm a, yep. I'm a cunt. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, he makes also makes Theon watch. Yeah, he tells Theon to watch while he eventually tears Sansa's clothes off and rapes her right there at the yep. uh, end of the episode. Like, I remember when this episode came out, a lot of people were like, oh, was that necessary? Was that a bit, you know, over the top? Did you need to mm. do that? I reckon Ramsey, uh, I don't know. Because like we said about the nudity stuff before, like it would have been just as believable not to do it. But honestly, I don't think it's believable for Ramsey not to do this. Yeah, I, th- I yes, absolutely. Like, the, the, the horrible fact is that this happened... Uh, without any sense of cruelty in terms of, you know, like, um, calculated cruelty. Uh, in real life, th- thousands of times during this, this you know, the equivalent time period. Like, Man, girls, girls got married well, off. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, of time course. Period now. Yeah, yes, it happens all the time and it's, it's horrific and yeah. it's not unrealistic that uh, one of the most psychopathic people we've seen in this show would do this. It's absolutely in character for him. And yeah, it's horrible and and disgusting, and it it makes you cringe and want to look away. Um, as has everything else he's done. So yeah, yeah. And I, it, under- I understand yeah. the, the the perspective of like, hey, look, because of the experiences I've had in my life, I didn't really want to see this right now, and I didn't know it was coming. I understand that absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. Yep. I think a lot of the reaction to it as well, though, is that we have a general problem as like a society of talking about this sort of shit so that whenever someone brings it up we're like yeah i know it's bad but do we have to talk about it right now what you know like i sure. think that's some element of it where it's like yeah this is fucked up and awful but this is not like an unrealistic part of this show it's like oh that's over the top and crazy it's like dude this is one of the least over the top things they've ever put in this show yeah uh, yes totally marital rape is is one of the most 
realistic things. Uh, yeah, you're right. That, that's been shown in this show. Like it's it's awful, and it happens in real life. And and yeah, people don't need to be <coughs> bombarded with it in their entertainment. But uh, I don't think it's crazy f- for this show to have it in it. Um, and I don't make think it doesn't make it fun to watch. Yeah, I don't think it's like uh, I, I remember people being like it's kind of. It's shit character development to make the thing that a female character has to overcome something like this, which I do understand, and that's happened for Sansa like in a bunch of different situations. But mm. again, because of the time setting, who knows? Um, in the books as well, it's worth noting this happens, but to someone named Jane Poole, who is not in the show. Right. Um, she's like Sansa's best friend from childhood, I think, and she, like the Pools are a family who's kind of second to the Starks or something like that. I might have some of this wrong because I don't actually remember the exact details. Mm. But so people are like, so why'd they make it just happen to Sansa or something? But I don't know, man. It's like it's it's fucked and it's shitty, but I don't think it's done in the show in a particularly like gross way cinematically or whatever. Yep. I don't like and... uh, yeah, we, we we talked about a scene being gratuitous earlier. This nothing about this is gratuitous. It cuts away. It doesn't show anything. Uh, the most of the scene is focused on Theon's face. Like mm. it, I think it it's does it as tactfully fucked. as it can. It, but yeah, it's also extremely fucked. I, I remember people at the time saying like, "Oh, and the the only way they can make it impactful is by showing a male's reaction to it." And it's like the fuck off. That's not what they're doing there. No, and they show Sansa's reaction to it, and it, yeah. uh, I remember thinking like. Oh my god! Can I not look at this right now? <laughs> like, yeah, it's they cut away as some sort of relief to the audience. Like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's it's a fuck thing, but I don't think that the show does it necessarily personally in in a particularly um, unjustifiable way. Yeah, I agree with that, and like, no spoilers, but I think that it is important. It is important in in Sansa's arc. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Now, if the story was about Noah's Ark, this might be a little out of place. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd have to be there'd have to be a second uh, one, you know. Oh, because of, yeah, to, boy. To, 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 yeah, Do not good one. except for Noah. <laughs> um, mm. all right. Well, that is that is those two ep- episodes. If uh, you're watching for the first time, yeah, uh, yeah, they're. Tell us what you think, I guess. Email in your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. Are you talking to me pod at gmail.com, I believe it is, right? That is the email. Um, that, e- that email again. <laughs> are you talking to me pod at gmail.com? And we're just, are you talking to me at, uh, on Twitter and Facebook? You'll, you'll find us. No one else is called that. <laughs> so, that Twitter yeah. and Facebook again. Are you, are you talking, talking to me? Uh, so, yeah, if you've seen the show, if you're watching the show for the first time, tune out now because there will be spoilers ahead. But if you've seen mm-hmm. the show before, welcome to the sealed welcome section. Welcome to the sealed section. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, every thread that is in the next, like, two <laughs> seasons is set up here, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, but, I, boy, I can't. I remember there were like a couple of occasions during watching these episodes. I was like, "Ah, I'll talk about that," but I've forgotten them both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, Littlefinger saying he's making that alliance, but in the end, completely flipping, joining up yeah. with um, with Jon Snow and saving the day there. Like that is yeah, like he does end up doing the thing that saves Sansa and and that and Jon. 
Yeah. Um, uh, Jorah's grayscale kind of doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it goes it, away, doesn't it? Like, Yeah, he meets Sam, and Sam cuts it off in one of the most gross fucking scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> that's right. But, yeah, with, uh, the, with the hard cut to the pie. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where he digs He digs the, the pus with the scalpel and yep. the pie with the spoon, is, and that's the best fucking... That's some yep. good-ass shit. <laughs> but that is good. At the same time, it's fucking disgusting. It's disgusting, and also, yeah, like he, does, he just has grayscale for a while, and then it goes away. Yeah, it really is... Um, not that big of a deal that he has it. It's not even like a character-defining moment. No, like it just like, like you, you could see how it could be like that sort of thing where it's like, okay, I have to go through extreme physical trauma to prove, you know, that I want to live and I want to help these people and all that. But it's just yeah, like, or I end yeah. up end up having grayscale and like I've gone insane, but I so love Daenerys that I remember and come back and I beat it or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like you but, know, I have one final moment where I save someone's life or some shit. Exactly. But the way it pans out is, uh, maybe he'll st- still have that somewhere to be like, oh no, the grayscale's back. He didn't get it all. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At this point, he gets sick but gets well again. <laughs> yes. Um, um, the sand snakes. One of them cuts uh, Bronn's arm, and we later find out it has poison in it. But then he survives. Oh yeah, that's yeah. A lot of people getting something and then surviving. Yeah. Um, that might be about it. I mean, yeah. Like there's the, there's the other plot lines which do uh, wrap up in a more significant way. Obviously, all the stuff with the sparrows and and the and the Marjorie and Loris and all that shit. Um, but we'll just talk about that more. Um, as it yeah. actually happens, um, it's funny how how obvious it is that Cersei is fucking being an idiot by trusting these sparrows so much. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, um, she she gets a little win here though. Like she she yeah. we, we we're like oh she's using them um, as a tool of her own sort of manipulation. But totally, uh, it's all going her way yeah. at this point. It is, but that pride comes before a fall. And uh, whoa, and, yeah. dude. That's some smart shit. Did you just come up with that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Dude, when you pr- when you're proud, you get uh, you get you lose your balance and you fall. Oh, out. I thought you meant like you see a lion before you trip. I don't like well, it that's, as much now. Uh, okay, I mean maybe that could be like the alternate meaning. Yeah, every time you see a bunch of lions, <laughs> hit the deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that'll do it. You- this has been a long episode. It sure has. Um, well, thanks everyone for listening then. Yes, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, the three people who have got to this point. <laughs> Hello, Jack, Chris, and Susan. Yeah. Um, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> let us know how you're doing. If uh, Or Matt. There's a lot of Matts who listen, I think. If there's a Sarah out there, uh, yell out. If there's a Holly, holler. Yeah. If there's a Bob... Yell. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a, uh, a someone called Jennifer, you win uh, the prize. And get in touch and we'll send it to you. Graham, fuck off. <laughs> Grayscale. <laughs> nah, I like you, Graham. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we'll see you next week then with, um, what, the next one, two? What are we? What, what will it be? Seven, seven, eight. Seven, eight. I uh, think we have to do two. I think so, yeah. Seven, eight. Yeah. Uh, f- uh, n- yeah, that'll do it. Make sure you watch them or don't and catch up later. Who cares? Well, uh, have a good week, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. B- bye. Bye. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.